Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. So how was the weekend? Yay! It was awesome. You don't have to yell. I wasn't. I was loud. Okay. The weekend was great. Was it? The week was not. Really? Yeah, bad week. Oh no, I'm sorry, man. What, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Oh, they... <laughs> Wait, we don't want to talk... Well, hey, well, first of all, this is Beer Blood in the Bayou. Yeah. Hey, everybody. So we got uh, Josh James over there. Mm-hmm. We got Brower. Hey. We're, this pretty, is Ralph. Pretty solemn day. Mm-hmm. Try. So, um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Actually, Sorry. So, uh, what the old lady yeah. had um, diagnosed with flu type B. I didn't know there were different types. Mm. I never really looked into it. I thought you were about to say jazz flu. No. No. And it was a nightmare. Not for cor- her. Not coronavirus. No. Okay. It was a week, a week out of work that bad. Really? Whoa. Bones were in pain. Muscles were in pain, apparently. It was. Yeah. Wait, did she get the flu shot? She didn't have one. She got it from one of her students. Did you get the flu shot? Not the flu shot, the flu. No, not yet. It doesn't do any good when someone in your house has it because it takes yeah. two weeks to, to work. Well, but it like possessed her. I mean, it was. It was a bad flu. I mean, there were things that we got in uh, closed door arguments and I wasn't so stuck on the arguments as much as I was like, ah, she's really breathing really hard in here and there's no circulation. The whole time I'm like, I'm getting the flu. Oh no. Yeah. That's terrible, dude. Yeah. Probably, I thought it was going to be a, uh, not a breakup, but a m- maybe move out into the garage for a while. Four Good. people. Whoa. Oh, really? Whoa. The flu? There was a, I went in her room at one point and I could have swore she was like walking on the ceiling. She was wow, possessed was it, and angry. The going and got tough, the tough got packing. Wow. Yeah, so I was looking for a way out. The flu does not screw around. Apparently. Oh my God. You almost flew the coop. So Poor then we, we got the, the five-year-old a shot. And had to tell him that we were going to the candy store, which was not a good way to get someone to get shot. You're a dick. And he knew, too, when he walked in the doctor, he's like, am I sick? And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Oh, no. You're a liar, too. So, I got to be honest. The only people I know that have had the flu this year got the flu shots. Now you're telling me she got the flu without having a flu shot? She's the first person I know that has not had a flu shot and then gotten the flu. I just read 50-50. Like, you either... Get the shot or you don't. Did you get a shot, Ralph? No, no, no. So just read an update on my Facebook. Just now. Um, yeah. And uh, it said the X family zero flu four. We all got our flu shots. So man, like, and I never get my flu shot. And I haven't had the flu since uh, that time in college when we went to uh, Voodoo Fest. Oh, do yeah. You, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. 
Is it as bad as she said? It I was mean, horrible. She said it was like I was, death. I, uh, I I thought I was dying. I was having hallucinations. Everybody, like, Brower was there. He was making fun of me mm-hmm. because I wouldn't leave the hotel room We're in New Orleans. <laughs> like, going every night. And, like, I couldn't, I could not function. And then finally, like, on day four, I started feeling better. And then we're all going back in this passenger van. And then we're like, how many people were in the van? 12 people? 12 people in a 15 And guess van. what? Everybody got the flu. As soon as we that got That reminds home. me of two stories. I get and I'm like, hey. No, you did. You got sick. I remember. No, I felt fine. Well, you got sick. Is I that remember. the time whenever you, right when you got to the hotel, some girl walked up and gave you a high five and a guy came behind you and grabbed your wallet out of your That's pocket? That's another story. That was, <laughs> that, was th- great. that was at 4.30 in the morning and I was walking back to my hotel room. New Orleans, right? New Orleans, yeah. I was walking back and um, all of a sudden, a group of kids, there's like three kids, like, hey, man, you ever been to New Orleans? Blah, blah, blah. Right? Talking to me, I've been drinking all night, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, pockets, I'm sorry, hands in my back pockets, hands in my front pockets, and they ran off. I thought it was in the two adults. I didn't know it was no. like little homeless kids no. that were like tiny Tim <laughs> or something. Did you run after them? So You're I, like, uh, no, stop. Oh, no. God. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, um, no, I, did, I didn't. I, I was so. I had a cab driver pull a gun on me in New Orleans. I had a drinking problem. Really? Yeah. And he wasn't trying to show you his gun. He was no, he's trying like, to use it. I, I fuck you up with this gun. I, I pull over and I shoot you in the face. And we're like, mm. oh, I wouldn't do that. No, please. So yeah. he was from I Texas. just want to go to Pat O'Brien. He was from yeah. Texas. Yeah, no, yeah. He so was. I um, also, it reminded me of a story that time. I don't know if you were there, Ralph. I know Brower was. We went to Lake Charles in college and we decided to rent a van. And I think like 12 or 15 of us got in this van. But the funny part was that we didn't think that none of us had a hotel room. So we went gambling all night in Lake yeah. Charles and had to yeah. drive back to Huntsville. And at one point, I was riding shotgun <laughs> and our friend Beef. At one point, I, I will t- take this to my grave. I woke up in my seat and looked around in this big extended van. Everyone was asleep. And then I looked back at the driver, our friend Beef, and yeah. he was asleep. So at one point, wait. I thought this was. I thought he this was, was driving. Brower's story, though. No, he was there. Wait, wait, wait. The moral of the story is. Hold on, stop oh, there's more to that story. I know. But wait, the moral. Yo, uh, hold on. I just want to clarify one point. Okay. Beef was driving. That's yeah. right. And you were in the passenger seat. I was shotgun in this extended, like, long van. Yeah, yeah, like fifteen yeah. passenger yeah, van. The, right. the best vans to take on a college yes. trip. Okay, and I so looked back. You wake up. And I you wake look up at on the freeway, yeah. coming home at like. Four in the morning. And he's passed out. No one's had any sleep. Oh. Everyone's a, a snoring in the back, which woke me up. I look up. It scares me. And I shit you not, the, the dr- driver. The driver is, is passed out. So at one point, we uh. were all asleep in a van going down a freeway. And that's pretty scary. <laughs> but that is also the weekend I think that um, Broward doesn't want to talk about. Dude, no, how, no, no, no. Hold on, real quick. Sorry. Before you start, Broward. Because there was more to that night. How did we survive? How do we get out of this? Were you in there? No, but I'm just saying, like, a general, like, in, you know, college, like, uh, how do we... I don't even know. How did it happen? Miracle. Brower, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I believe, uh, collectively, the van lost, like, in the neighborhood of, like, five or $6,000 uh, on that trip. That was not a good trip. Oh, is this, uh... Oh, casino bosses. Yeah, we, we went to the... Harris. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't very well planned. Yeah, you know what they call uh, the Isle of Capri in uh, Lake Charles? What? Isle of Debris. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. I thought they renovated uh, it. No, it's a garbage heap, man. Uh, Dude, the Nugget oh, and the Bears are one. so much nicer. Oh, yeah, they are, yeah. Where your wedding was, what was that one? 
That was uh, LaBerge. What was the one across from it? The Nugget. You walk into Isle Capri in Lake Charles, it smells like desperation, loathing, and cigarette smoke. Water's coming in, and the boat's sinking. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Everybody just, they're so, I don't know, defeated. It's awful. Speaking of awful, I saw, I think, the worst video, the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I, I mean... What is the worst video you've ever seen? A beheading video. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, no, no. I take that back. Two girls, one cup. That that's pretty gross. Yeah, that's actually that's probably it. Yeah, uh, this one might beat it. And for the this, but this is worse. This What'd is you awful. say? Well, yeah, go ahead. I'm not even sure. It, okay. Yeah, uh, it was 100 percent real, and it was uh, the title was Sicarios are uh, they they catch a child molester. Ooh. And I clicked on it because <laughs> I'm an idiot. As you should. And I looked at, I watched what, this. What, what social network was this? This was on a Joe Rogan podcast fan page on Facebook. Ooh, okay. He didn't so, post it, though. No, no, no. It's, fan, it's a podcast fan, uh, fan page. And the, uh, you want to see some of the depraved stuff you go in that group. Uh, I, there was a, um, it was a video of a man. He was completely uh, cl- uh, nude. Laying on the ground, they were holding down, uh, they were standing on his legs where they were spread open, and a pit bull was eating off his genitals. For uh, what reason? Because he was a child molester. They, and then he would try to, he was, he was wailing, he was moaning. Uh, it was the most awful thing I'd ever seen in my life. Uh. I, I mean, there's just no value to human life down there. Yeah. I mean, they, they I, look, okay. The guy was a child molester. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't doubt mm-hmm. that they that they found the, their man. But I mean, come on, because the now, cartel legal system is so efficient. Well, here's the thing: they investigate every angle. Here's the thing: it's one thing that you, it, it's the, the group of people that are willing to do this is the part is the problem. Yeah. When you have okay, look, you know, one psychopath. Okay, you have know, one crazy murderer. That's not great, but that's we get it. But when you have a uh, a town of people that are interested in this, that or or even like eh, a couple of dozen, they're like yeah. uh, sign off on this. Uh, that is a scary fucking place to be, man. Yeah. So I not a vacation destination. No, I, yeah, I could not. Uh, I only got to watch that video three times before. No, I, I, yeah. I got through about ten seconds of it before I was like, I am repulsed, and I can't believe this has been on Facebook for however long. This yeah, man, that's horrible. So you know, I always think you know they, they talk about the that job that people have that they uh, they monitor videos and like you know, all the things that In people seconds. flag. No, no, all the all the things that people flag, like you know, for horrific right. things. I'm we like, talked we talked about this. Yeah, no, but I think about it, I could get through that, but then I know I couldn't. I, I I don't think I could do that job. No, there's no way. There's no fucking way. I mean, I would be traumatized. Well, you would flag that immediately once you saw a nude guy, probably until on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I mean. He was nude, but it didn't really matter. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. it was some artistic. And by the way, by the time the video was being the the, the well, you, you caught the video, the genitals were completely gone. The, the dog was tearing into his groin. Okay, so real quick. Now, so I'm pe- glad you were getting really. So people who like who, people who experienced I don't know like the Holocaust, right? People who have been in war. Now imagine somebody like a, a YouTube. Uh, sorry, a Facebook. The band U two. Yeah. No, a okay. Facebook monitor, right? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they're seeing all sorts of fucking crazy shit. Right. And granted, they're not actually there in person, but they're watching the videos. 
And I would think you would have to have the same type of PTSD that somebody who had been in, you know, battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or someone sure. who's lived through, like, a horrific oh, certainly experience, right? Certainly there's similar. I mean, you know, it's one thing to get the visual representation of what happens, but yeah. to physically be in the room when something like that happens, that, that, I, I mean, I it's think completely different. different. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that, but I'm just saying, like, I... Yeah, this is beer, blood, and the body. Okay. Yeah, awful stuff. Brower, how was your weekend? It was great. Uh, went to a uh, beer garden. It was all right. Which one? Uh, that one. I don't remember the name of it. Um, and then... Um, up on the north side, northwest side. And then, of course, went to, uh, you know, Bearded Fox. You went to Bearded Fox again? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. It was great. There was a uh, some other uh, happenings going on on Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I'll just say, after my meeting on Sunday, be on the lookout for a, a Brower project coming up. Really? To be announced soon. Interesting. To be announced soon. A it's new like Brower a, project. Is it a spinoff? No. No, no, no. It's much better. Much better, no. This would be the shrub to my redwood. <laughs> so, okay. We can't. How was your it. weekend? Were you going to leave us hanging? I never, I never thought you would ask. Yeah, but real quick, do you want to finish a thought? Like, no, 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 no. No. To be announced soon. Interesting. Go ahead, Ralph. How was your weekend? Oh, my God. I thought you'd never ask. So here we are. Um, it was, uh, so the wife, uh, wife took a uh, trip this weekend to Galveston. Little girl's trip. Girl's trip. I was here with the kid. To do what? Um, in Moody Gardens? No, no, they they just went and had a good time, you know. Like they yeah, got an Airbnb, yeah, and, a big pyramid, the butterflies. Um, they took one of those old old timey Western pictures. Yeah, you, know, like you dress up. And oh, all that's that just yeah. darling. And then, uh, so that was Friday and Saturday. Oh, it was uh, my buddy Brendan. It was his birthday. We went out to um, who? Is this some kind of new? Brendan, like, is this your barbecue buddy or something? Yeah, he lives, sounds like super fancy. He is lives this a brewery on, buddy or a barbecue. He, he lives buddy? in the neighborhood. He's a good guy, man. Oh, uh, how many you're, of your? How many of, Brendan Howe the third. No, yeah. I'm not. Uh, how many of your neighbors do you know? All of them. Do you really? Hold on, I'm not done talking though. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, was, his story was getting really interesting. Yeah, I was talking about my, finish. I know. I forgot. Okay, okay. Girls' night out. How did it go? No, I wasn't there. Um, I was going to get to Sunday. So so Saturday, went to his birthday party. Uh, Sunday, I uh, to the uh, One Pot Showdown at St. Arnold Brewery. One or one? We've got to work on our, uh, our uh, improv. Or what? Why? <laughs> this it's just gotten awful, terrible. Dude, yeah. oh. I'm just looking at y'all two going, y'all don't have it. Anyhow, um, so I was a judge at the One Pot Showdown. There's 80 teams. I was really jealous because Why it was like this you? huge. I don't. So I mean, but you know who I met? Oh God, Juliet Morales. You know her? No, tell us about her. Yeah, with the Astros. Yeah. So um, when I say met, I use that term very loosely because saw. So she was like, so I was like a first round judge, and then like her and Chris Shepard and some other people. They were like, so. The, the the point is who's, though who's is who's Chris Shepard? The chef, is that, right? Is Chris Shepard, you know that Underbelly, dude. Yeah, Underbelly. How do I know him? But what not the, the girl? fuck is that? Why are you so? You're. Uh, why you gotta like just shit on everything? I'm not shitting on anything. I'm asking who it is, and you're. You be preserved, Underbelly, George James. <laughs> okay. No. What? Not to be confused. What? Josh James. Okay, it's okay. Anyhow, um, but uh, I don't know. I was I had a story, but I guess I won't tell it. Anyhow, no, it was I great. No, it was a great event. Okay, mm-hmm. and basically, you can put anything in a pot. You can fucking cook it, but you have to use St. Arnold's beer. And guess what beer most people use? 
Santo. Yep. Guess what I'm drinking Santo. right now? It's dark though. Oh yeah, you are drinking Santo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's a dark beer, and um, everybody it's, was fucking cooking with it. It's so. not too heavy. Yeah. So uh, speaking I went to petrol this weekend. That's right. With her. Oh, you her did. Parents came in town. How was it? You took her parents to petrol station. They wanted to get shit faced. Oh, they did. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't get shit faced with bartenders that are mean. No, yeah. it's just they have that playground in the back. It's so good for kids. Yeah, it is. Uh, and for me, I mean, I just like to go in that. I like good jungle. Bar. Wait, yeah, good wait, they, are they petrol is leaning into the kid thing? Oh yeah, dude. The whole, they have a whole. Uh, like half an acre in the back of Brower, we, Brower, we talked about this for... And it's fenced in where kids multiple, can't escape. Yeah. Hey, well, guess what? Who cares? No, you, some stories bear repeating. Okay. Anyhow, So sorry. what do you do whenever she's out of town? And what is your idea of wife's out of town? I'm going to have fun. I stay up till 2.30 in the morning and watch barbecue videos. Oh, we got a new dog, Franklin. We named him Franklin. Oh, you named him? Mm-hmm. I thought there was a collar. After the African-American character in Peanuts cartoon? No, no. Oh. Um, after Benjamin Franklin, uh, I'm a sucker for kites and electricity. No, mm-hmm. um, named after Aaron Franklin. Um, the whole barbecue nerd thing that I have going on. It's pretty yeah. dumb. I can, I can see your despair on your face. It's you're, contempt. It's not you're, No, you're, yeah, you're angry. <laughs> Very angry. angry. No, not angry. What's wrong? Uh, absolutely nothing. Let's do you want to move to the fucking beer or what? Let's try this beer out. All right, let's do the beer real quick. Okay, so Viet Irish Coffee Eighth Wonder Brewery. So this is a special limited release. People lined up for this beer. <laughs> What's wrong? Talk about top ten things I'll never do. Okay, but it's well a- now we need when you say lined up like new iPhone or no, like no, a wrap around the building or no, like ten be- people before. I don't know. I wasn't there, but um, I, need a I, saw, I, I need saw a picture. Count. I don't know, but people did line up there. You know, so it's a really, it's a very positive move for these guys. Um, they've been making really good beer for a long time. Um, oh, so I at petrol. Not to interrupt you, but Eighth Wonder. It's an Eighth Wonder story. Uh, yeah, Ashley's dad wanted a dark beer, and I let him try the stout I had, and he which one was disgusted. It was a chocolate stout. I don't remember which one. For me, or Wonder? coffee stout. Sorry. Yeah, hey, did y'all petrol. share a glass? Did you say you take a sip of this? One glass, two straws. Yeah, nice. Then we had spaghetti together. Yeah, that Met in the middle. So he ended up getting an eighth wonder. He was, I want a dark beer. Yeah. But I don't want it to be like a stout. And they gave him an eighth wonder. Stout? Uh, it was called like Bomber or, or Blaster or. Bomb Shovel on? No, no, no. It was eighth wonder. <laughs> I want to make sure because that's Southern Star. It was eighth a dark wonder, beer. Dark beer. Rocket Fuel? Rocket Fuel. There you go. Yeah. Loved it. He loved it. Yeah. Had two or three. So, listen, I really thought you were making that up because... No. This is what I have, dude. This Are you is shitting ro- me? Yeah, it's rocket fuel. I yeah. swear on all, it's only an incident. Are you serious? I cannot make that up. See, we don't set shit up like that on here ever. I swear to God, I haven't seen it. God. I saw Eighth okay. Wonder only. All right, but so... Why, but they have that all the time. What do you mean? I know, but listen. You gotta listen because I'm gonna fucking present the beer and then okay. I'm gonna talk through it and then you can, you can googly later, okay? All right. All right. All right, so this is Viet Irish Coffee imperial rocket fuel mm-hmm. all right so um it's the beer that your father-in-law was drinking barrel age barrel age guess what what kind of barrels do you think uh irish whiskey yeah yes and Jam- coffee jameson really that's whiskey jameson barrel wow. shut up brower god all right so uh 10.2 abv um 
It's a play on traditional Irish coffee cocktail that eighth wonder brewed an imperial version of Vietnamese coffee milk porter aged in Jameson Irish whiskey casks. Hey, what's it like being these like Jack Daniels and Jameson places? And back in the day, they're like having to deal with all these extra kegs laying around. And then finally they're like, yeah, these breweries, man, these fucking douchebags will take yeah. these off our hands for yeah. 20 bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah. They couldn't burn them quick enough back in the day, but now, now it's like a commodity. Yeah. You know who started that? Barrel? Goose Island. Yeah, they, they're like the kind of the first barrel age. Is that the one where they're trying yeah. to find the gold up in uh, Canada? Oh, it's Oak Island. I don't know. Disney <laughs> Channel. You ever seen that? It's on uh, Discovery. Oh, you think of the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. so Oak Island. This is the way. All right. All right. So speaking of this is the way, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open this. Could you um, hold the bottom here so I can... Sorry, because I pulled my mic. Um, Browers, I guess, is going to go ahead and just pour himself one. Is there a glass or am I handcuffing? No, you should. There we go. He's, he's going to do it for you. All right. Would you mind? Um, get on you know, with this bullshit. Maybe just pour. God. I wish you supported these people a little bit. You like Eighth Wonder, don't you, Brower? <laughs> yeah, I do, man. Is that good? Uh, I, I, I do like Eighth Wonder. Is, they have a. Don't they do Dome Foam? And, yeah, uh, yeah, what yeah, else? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Dome Foam a lot. And, uh, yeah. Couple other things they do. I I just don't like coffee stout beers. Mm. Okay, it's fair. Very good enough. Okay, cool. So let's do a quick uh, color analysis. Can't oh. see through it. Very chocolatey. It's it's not. It's this, it's kind, it's kind of thin. This, it's not super I've thick. Said, I've said it before, but yeah. this is fireplace and a Grisham on the couch. Yeah, and it's not. It's not very. Uh, it's not super thick. It's a little thin. There's no carb at all. It's not sticking the glasses at all. Let's do a quick sniff. Mm. Yeah, like chocolate. Yeah, coffee, syrup. chocolate. Coffee, chocolate, some vanilla notes. I'm listening. All right, let's do cheers. Do you ever order beer and say things like, you want some extra notes or <laughs> you ever, when you're ordering? If you want some good notes, okay. Ugh. I like it. That's yeah. delicious, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No. It's really good. No. I cannot do IPAs, no. but no. I can drink no. a stout. It's so See, good. I can dude. drink IPAs. I can't drink stouts. Yeah, it's more so of a man thing. It, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure. It fucking nails the Vietnamese <laughs> coffee taste, and it's got a little bit of Jameson in there, man. Just a hint, not too much. And it's fucking dangerous, man. I really like it. I think this is a great fucking so if beer. There's such a desire for this. Are they not going to redo it? Um, no, I think they will, but it's just, it's going to be limited releases. And we got to keep drinking this because I opened this whole fucking bottle. And, How long does that last? Um, until if you the, don't open it. Until the end of the podcast? If you don't open it. You can it. age it. You can age this beer. Yeah. It would get more and more complex. The flavors would change. Complex. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck you, dude. God, such a dick. I know. Well, it's good stuff. I like yeah. it. Um, really? I, I really it. like it. All right. Okay, so, Josh. Are you ready for the blood? Wait, am I ready? Are you ready? We're ready for the blood. Yeah, it's going to be a maybe a doozy, but not really. Is it? Hold on. Is it? It's going to be a really quick one. You always say that every time. Yeah, it'll be a quick one. Okay. Let's All right. It. We will be right back. I got a lot of beer to drink after this. Hey. 
Hey, everybody, we're back. We're back. Hey, speaking of being back, uh, I think that our podcast mate here, uh, Mr. James, should get back on that comedy bandwagon. Mm. Uh, he, he does uh, have a mean A set. lot of you listeners don't know, but James is... Uh, he's I a, did, I've talked about it. Well, yes, but not every listener's listened to every episode. That's sir. right. That's what so, Brower was talking about earlier. That's right. So, uh, Mr. James is... Uh, He's a classically trained comedian. Classically, classically trained. trained. Classically yep. trained. Seinfeld. Yeah, right. so uh, I was, uh, I, you know, we had a friend of ours who recently opened up a uh, piano lounge bar um, down in uh, Brazoria County. Lake Jackson. Uh, to be more precise, actually, you know Angleton. We, but, should, we should give him a plug. Tell, tell him what it is. Yeah, Elroy Floyd's. Oh, yeah, it's pretty Elroy great. Floyd's, yeah. Really cool, uh, really cool um, setup there. And, I can't uh, wait to do a live cast from there. Yeah, we should. Yeah, they, well, he's, they're he's doing. More, uh, would you mind filling them out? Yes, they're doing uh, comedy shows there now. Yeah, and I think Jaim's should get on their uh, marquee down there. James should get up there, and he reached out it. to me. Our he buddy. did. Did he really? Yeah, I swear to God. And can we not give his name? I, out? Should we not do it? No. Well, you say his first name, huh? Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. And I, I was on vacation, and I was the most relaxed I'd been in a while, and I still didn't have it in me to say, eh, I'll do something. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I'm thinking I get back home. It is. It is a lot kids, of work. Kids, yeah. eight to fiver. I mean, yeah, you got to go like through your act like over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to you got to memorize it, right? I, mean, I don't want to see a bunch of people laughing. Yeah, I know. All the girls afterwards, you know, they're like, just, yeah, exactly. oh, my God. He's yeah. so funny. I mean, He's so funny. <laughs> I can only hold so many phone numbers in my phone. I, know. <laughs> I don't care about your skin condition. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you're not. You're are not, you sunburned? Or uh, you always look like that now. I like guys that are five four. Remember that bar we'd go to down there? Oh, okay. First of all, wait. Which one? First of all, well, do we say where this place is? Yeah, it's down in Brazoria County. We said yeah. Lake Jackson. Well, Angleton, Lake Jackson. Yeah. yeah okay. If you got the inroad because you're with some friends when you go down there, you're you're made in the shade, but. Don't go thinking you're gonna go into visit some town and like go like get a hotel room and go see how other people live. Go booting scooting. Yeah, because where did you go? You're gonna get a lot of like I'm gonna kick your ass looks. Like it is a lot of like what the fuck are you looking at? I mean, like that's what they should all tattoo on. I would say on average about six guys pop their shirts off at the end of the night, ready to fight somebody in the parking lot. Yeah, it's not like you're out in like Conroe or Magnolia or. Katy or even you know somewhere like even League City like the the outreaches of the town I mean there it's everyone seems pretty normalish but there is a weird thing that happens when you drive down underbelly. 288 the underbelly I don't know if it's the underbelly but it is the uh the uh, maybe it's the chemical plants you know the bar we're talking about they don't even need bouncers there just say what it's is just, it what's it everyone called? just kicks everyone else's asses can you just say it the bar yeah, it's literally called kicks. Oh, kicks! Yeah, it really no, is. It, yeah, it's an ass kicking bar. <laughs> the entire time I was down there, one time that's all everyone talked about, and I'd gotten there for dinner like at five, and they're like, "We're going yeah. to kick." Yeah, no, <laughs> I, 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 I'd gone down there a couple food, times. We're going to kick. No, I, I'd gone down there, and everyone's like, "Hey, just stay with us." <laughs> yeah. like, like, okay, what the fuck? I've never seen six grown men uh, hold hands and go to the bathroom together. You have to. <laughs> I mean, the survival rate is. Dangerous. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy down there. And um, nobody calls the cops if you get beat up. They just leave there. <laughs> they just spit some peanut like, in your eye. There's the like, cops that beat you up. Yeah, yeah, they're like good luck. It's a scary town. Say, but check that bar out. He doesn't yeah. beat nut in your eye. You like Do you remember? Uh, hey, so Brower, where'd you get married? Where, where, what town? Lake Charles. Was that Lake Charles? 
Yeah, like Charles Louis. We went uh, the night before your wedding. We all went out. Were you with us that night? Yeah, I got a lot of. Um, I got a lot of preemptive. Like I was going to get my ass kicked. Oh yeah, night. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, because I think you y'all stumbled into some of those college bars down there. No, it wasn't a college bar. It was. Uh, oh. It was, oh, I was weird. You. It was weird. Remember, we are oh. uh, our hotel driver. Oh, you know what it was? I wore us. a blazer. That's what it was. I wore a blazer with a t-shirt. Yeah. Ooh, they did not like that. That'll man. get your ass kicked anywhere. Yeah. It's like, hey, what, you think you're a fucking cast member in Vanilla Sky? That's well, we I'll were just, stranded there. I'll just say this. Yeah. Lake Charles is a city on the come. I mean, there there's big... On the come? Div- I've never heard that. Gross. Okay, yeah. No, no, I mean, it's, it's on the rise. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. So, it, uh, there yeah, are, there's a huge development going in there. There's uh, lots of uh, businesses that are expanding there. Things are uh, looking up for that shithole. Well, good. City. But good stuff. So, hey, uh, great beer there, uh, Viet Irish Coffee, Eighth Wonder. Oh, we're in the blood section, aren't we? I thought it was really good. Oh, yeah, shit. Weird. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we are. Oh, I forgot. What happened place. to the bayou? <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just screw this whole thing up. All right, James, go. So, in 2017. Oh, ooh, recent. June 12th, to be mm, exact. June 12th, summertime. Never a good time. North Royalton, Ohio. Interesting. 45-year-old Suzanne Wait, Taylor. wait, wait, Ohio? Yeah, wait, it's, it's going to be a tie-back to me. Oh, It's uh, going to blow your mind. Really? Yeah. It's Houston-related, though. To me, directly, indirectly. No, are you serious? Not really, but close. So yeah. you, you'll find out. Yeah. So uh, 2017, June 12th, it was a, well, you'll find out. Anyway, 45-year-old Suzanne Taylor and her two daughters, uh, 21-year-old Taylor Pfeiffer and 18-year-old Kylie Pfeiffer were not answering phone calls oh no so the the boyfriend of taylor who was the 18 year old um obviously became concerned because he had gone over there the saturday before and dropped off flowers and noticed that their cars were in the driveway all three of them and their uh somewhat live-in roommate um that they a gentleman that, that stayed with them sometimes a family friend and they didn't he didn't hear the dogs barking so a little bit concerned so he called uh Dell co-star the next day, which was the 45-year-old Suzanne's uh, boyfriend, okay. to come meet him at the house and be like, we got to yeah, figure yeah, this out. Yeah. And the article that I read said that he knew uh, how to pick locks, the boyfriend of the mom. So I'm not really sure where to go with that, but he was I, a carpenter. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how to pick a lock. Maybe he knew how to break the lock. He was the guy. I he, can throw a brick maybe through a window. His, maybe he was Israeli. What does not, that mean? Want to go Is there, that but, like a common... Yeah, you know, everyone serves in the military, and Israel, uh, all Israeli citizens serve in the military, and one of the things they teach is lockpicks, uh, and they all, they're locksmithing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 I remember hearing about that. All yeah. Right. Anyhow. I don't know if he was, but we can research that later. Yeah. I've had no fewer than five different locksmiths I've worked with over my uh, course of my career. Israeli? All Israeli. Interesting. <laughs> Every one of them. And, and this is like Denver, Albuquerque. El Paso and Houston, the brother brethren of uh, lock picking, war camouflage. Mm. So it's not lock picking; it's locksmithing. It's locksmithing. Sorry, go ahead. So again, there were three cars there from the mom, the two daughters, or four cars, and George Brinkman, who was the gentleman that stayed with them sometimes, a longtime family friend of their mom, went to high school, elementary school together. You know, a carefree, friendly guy. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So. Dale Costar, who is Taylor's, I may have said that wrong earlier, but that's Taylor's boyfriend. Okay. Called Scott, like I said, the, the mom's boyfriend, Scott Plymel. Uh, he came over to help 
get entry into this house because he also was concerned. No phone calls or anything uh, was going on. Not looking good. Right. When they showed up, the flowers were still on the front porch where they had left them two days ago, the boyfriend of the younger daughter. So now it's a major red flag. So uh, co-star, the the younger boyfriend, went into the house after, which I thought was weird. The older boyfriend picked the lock, stayed on the cell phone with him, and the younger kid went in to walk the house, which is that's backwards, yeah, that's backwards. And didn't go in with him. So he went in there and walked around. He noticed nothing was awry for the most part, but the master bedroom door was shut, which it, he said, on all, by all accounts, never was closed. He opened the door. He was on the phone with the older boyfriend right, yeah. and said, um, there's a body in here. And he opened the door further and saw Kylie Pfeiffer, the younger girl. Uh, her arm was motionless, sticking out from underneath with a comforter. Yeah. And he noticed that there were what appeared to be two more bodies next to her in bed. Ugh, no. So they immediately called nine one one to get detectives and everyone over there. And the detectives, when they arrived, said that it appeared that uh, the mom and the two daughters had been tucked into bed, and they weren't really releasing how they were killed uh, at the time. Well, a day wait, later, wait, wait, wait for a second. So when you say tucked into bed, you're talking like like a hotel, like you were kids being tucked. So, in. so, so, literally, like they were in the bed and like they were yeah. dead. And- so, by his recollection and his statement later, he said that the arm was out of underneath the covers on one of the yeah the, the daughters, and he could see that there were two more people in bed next to her that were they weren't just like thrown about. They were, I guess, put in strategic sleeping position. Yeah, strategically placed. Right, and and later police would find that. The two daughters were actually uh, killed in a separate location in the yeah. house. So they were clearly, obviously, put in the position they were right. uh, in bed. So They were placed there post-mortem. There you go. So a day later, uh, Stark County Sheriff's Department announced that two more murders had taken place. Yeah, uh, A murder of Eugene John, who was 71, and his wife, Ro- uh, Roberta Ray, uh, who was John, who was 64. That's a name you don't hear often anymore, Eugene. Nice one. It's a good name, though. Eugene. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Like well, it. guess what? The person that was house sitting this house, yeah, was the family friend. It was none other, none other than George Brinkman uh, that had been house sitting the couple that had just been found killed uh, the next day. So now there's a pattern. You have this George Brinkman guy whose car is in the driveway of the murdered. Uh, woman and her two children young daughters and now this older elderly couple they're both found dead in a house that he is house sitting on so they needed to find this brinkman guy and sure enough he was located and immediately was held at what are y'all doing making we're doing we're i'm sorry i'm trying to do a Picture for the podcast. Go ahead. We're listening, though. Unacceptable. No, sorry. <laughs> Get your head in the game, dude. I'm over here working. All right, go ahead. <laughs> anyway. so, go ahead. Go ahead. So it didn't take long. This was in a matter of days that they were able to piece together this George Brinkman guy was the one involved in all of this. So they went to his location where he was currently staying. Yeah. And come to find out, this guy was kind of a... I wouldn't say he's a nomad, but he was basically going from house to house. A couch surfing near to right. But he was a, everyone had nothing but good things to say about him, but I guess he ended up snapping. So they found out where he was, and he had another girl with him, a girlfriend, I guess, at the time. 
that he was holding hostage, and they ended up having to get the SWAT team in. He was threatening to kill her. Big standoff. Got arrested. Oh, no. Fast forward to the crime and the courtroom because of what he supposedly did. He basically went in. He he claimed that he didn't really know why he did it, which you see that from time to time, and stated that the investigators stated that he had bound all three women at their wrist and their ankles, killed them one by one. Uh, he first killed Suzanne Taylor, oh, man. Uh, the daughter, and then uh, within arm's reach in plain sight of her daughter's, uh, he said that he turned and smothered the younger daughter, and then he wrapped a telephone cord around Kylie Pfeiffer's neck and strangled her. So That's horrible. The police didn't really want to let all that out until the court case, because the two adults that were killed, the elderly couple, were shot, apparently. Good God. Yeah, and this guy eventually showed a little bit of remorse, but they found stuff on him that he had lopped off some of Suzanne Taylor's hair, which he was keeping as a momentum, a memento, if you will. Sounds like what you used to do. Right. So this guy was about to probably go on a future killing spree, but they were able to, thankfully, uh, get this guy nabbed quickly due to his car and the boyfriends that knew about this guy. Um, Like I said, this guy was just a family friend of the mom since elementary school, and it's unknown to this day what the motive was. He never came out and said, this is why I did it. Uh, It it remains unclear pretty much for all the deaths. Yeah, There were no signs of any suicide or any kind of anger or anything. He simply just snapped. And Suzanne Taylor's ex-husband, now mind you, her ex-husband, whose two daughters were killed, and they were he was estranged from his daughters, but still, I mean that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. He he insisted or asked that the death penalty be imposed on Brinkman, to which Brinkman in a tear filled response basically said he wants to die anyway, basically. So it's Ohio, right? Right. Ugh. So he I I guess it no point did he admit or say why he did it, but it seems as though he just snapped. And yeah. Killed this longtime friend. And they looked up to him as like a father figure, this guy. Yeah. And he just murdered them all. You know, I was just reading this, uh, <clears throat> reading about a guy who murdered his entire family and the dog. I mean, that's, like, uh, that's anger. It's awful. You murder your wife and kids. That is awful. But the, you know, the, the, the dog part, that to me is just like, Oh, then he murdered. He, he killed himself. Yeah. So. So you ask how this is tied to me? I guess in Houston, I get an email from a realtor in East Texas yeah. three weeks ago. Okay. And she said, "Would you like to come view some timeshares?" Yeah. <laughs> she said, "I first of all don't delete this email. I'm real. I'm a real. I'm a realtor. You can look me up. But I have a family." Um, an elderly couple, Suzanne Taylor and -and so-and-so, some other guy, who have a property that they're trying to sell, and your grandparents used to own the property, but there's an issue with the title, and we need need you and your brother to sign off on it. So I'm thinking, okay, this is either a scam or something's going on here. Yeah. So I start just sleuthing the shit out of this. Like, yeah. look at the property, looking at mineral rights, just really diving into How it. How much money am I going to make? And I Google 
Suzanne Taylor and this murdered woman shows up. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with the murder, but it was just, <laughs> it was just like, I'm trying to find out what the fuck I'm getting scammed for. And this literally, I had like 20 articles of this murder. And I'm like, what the fuck is this lady? I'm buying like a, someone's house that got murdered. I'm in some kind of crime. Yeah. But it really was. Wow. After further investigation and a legit couple that was selling their property that my and, parents sold in like the fifties or something. But you grandparents. had grandparents. Right. But the murder, nothing you, to do no. with it. the same name mm-hmm. and the same. I, I, so it let was me like hold on. Let me get spelling. The, so let me get this straight. So the tie in is that you Googled That's this right. real estate agent and this. Well, I property. Googled, I Googled while I was in use in my office. Okay. Yes. And yes. Be, okay. And Correct. then it, you went down like a rabbit hole, big rabbit hole, like a sub rabbit. It's not even real rabbit hole. I mean, you just kind of the only thing that re- was- home, Then you started reading about this mm-hmm. crime, and that's- thinking that this is I'm about this, this is, is Houston part of, related. Yeah, I'm thinking that this lady has something to do with this property too. I mean, it was yeah. a little bit of okay, something's going on here. It's even gotten weirder now because there's a murder case involved. No, they're two different people, so it didn't end up being. You know, like a anything. You know, I feel crazy. like I feel like some like super hot chick walked in and gave me like a hand, like started giving me a hand job. Why do you want to go to that? I don't know, but listen, hold on. And so, but then all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, I'll be right back," and then never came back. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, that or she's a guy. You know what I mean? I guess I don't know. Yeah, which is totally fine. So, <laughs> so is that it? So, awesome. anything else? Any other information about the? Uh, um, no, uh, it was just a Houston tied in story. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I had I have one I'm working on. I know you don't believe that, which <laughs> is a bigger yeah. serial killer case. But it's kind of like the. It's like I thought the bus it was. Trip. It's like the bus trip. I thought it was interesting how this came about on my lap because I had no intention of looking up a crime for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Just, no, that that is interesting. It's like one of those fortuitous things. It's like I'm a guy who reads stories on a podcast about uh, murders. And here, this this I'm doing research on this woman who's a realtor contacted me out of nowhere, and she also has a name tied to a well, crazy. It was the, story. to be clear. Well, that's what I thought was going to. It happen, was the yeah. couple selling the house, and I'm still dealing with it. That was had this same name as this woman, and I'm like, what the hell? No, oh, gotcha. wasn't the realtor. The realtor checked out immediately, but these people didn't. And I'm like, okay. So, question though. So, can we finish like the so your investigation, like what it yielded? Are you owed any money? Is you and your brother owed any money? Will you guys at all, in any way, profit? Well, from I have an uh, attorney friend actually looking into. I really do because the the thing is, is that where's the, the property at? It's in East Texas. That's not what matters. What matters is that well, you know, if it's in the Permian Basin, wait, wait, wait. I thought it was in Ohio. No, no, no. no the no. property's in Ohio. Fuck. When I googled these people, okay, the names, it came up. For the property that I'm dealing with, right? The only thing that came up with their name was this lady with the exact same spelling and her. Oh, birth. oh. What I'm saying is, is that the document they want me to sign. I mean, I'm no spring chicken, and I've signed some documents. And I mean, I am a notary too, so that's I, people know me in, in the notary industry. Oh yeah, I'm pretty serious. So there's not a lot of notary. Are you really notary? I really am. If you need some, you are. Stamp. Are you really? I can't make that up. So shit, because this happens all the time. We're like, you we need know, some notaries? No, we're not right now. But I'm we're like ten dollars, dude. We're always like, we're always like, do we know anybody who's a notary? Yeah. Oh, is it for contracts? Uh, yeah. That too. I mean, I actually have three or four. I wear them like a bandolier at work. How many times? Like three or four. You, how many times have you lied? I swear on all the time. I'm a notary. No, 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 no. What I mean is, 
how many times have you like been like, oh, I know, like you, you sign, like you notarize it after the fact. Oh, like, I, I notarize people that are from Africa that reach out to me on Craigslist. I don't care. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you're a fake notary for hire. The document that hey, they did you want. Have, did you have to take an oath? Like you go in the office, right? Don't they make you take do an oath? I did a video oath. Yeah. Oh, you with mean? the mayor. <laughs> no, you have to do like a. Do you have to do an oath? I, I you forgot did. how you did it. I had to do something like that. Yeah. <sighs> we were not. They check your background, make sure mm. you're not a killer. Anyway, in closing, I have still am dealing with the document, but the document's weird because it's a one pager and it's a title release form. But the only thing they're really addressing for the most part are the mineral rights. It's like you do understand that you are signing off 100% of all and any. And it's like, you're an idiot. Don't sign it. Wait, Jerry, sign it. No, no. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, don't do that. I don't think my grandpa sold the mineral rights to anyone. And <laughs> You know, so I'm dealing with it. Yeah, but I mean, uh, but it'd be minuscule. It's like a yeah seven acre lot or something. I mean, but right. still, I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's. I mean, it's a King Ranch, no big deal, whatever. The, there's like a spindle tap or something on the property. Yeah. Spindle something. I don't know something about their will be blood. I'll yeah. drink your milkshake. Something like yeah, that. a lot All of right, fracking. Let's do this Brower section. Hey, Josh, that was probably like one of the most riveting disappointments. On this podcast. Well, I, my idea now is to brush over the cases and have people go do their own research and look into this stuff. Sounds smart. Words, it sounds like a really words, good way to get out of doing any research yeah, whatsoever. Savvy. It's like do thirty minutes in lieu of like seven hours. All right. Well, I got some. I got some pretty juicy, All right. juicy articles. We will be right back. After this. Hey everybody, back with the Brower section. Brower section. Hey, uh, do you remember uh, the case of uh, the murder of Paul Broussard? Paul Broussard. It sounds really yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah. This will probably start. This will probably start uh, ringing some bells. Uh, the uh, man convicted in 1991 murder of uh, gay Houston. He was a gay Houston banker. Uh, was back in custody Tuesday. 91. Yeah, it was back in 91. Oh, it was like Montrose, John Bice, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember now that. Now 45 yeah. has spent uh, years in prison for the murder of Paul Broussard back in 91. Yeah. I remember it was a big, huge deal. Because yeah, like he like, left like numbers and all that. Yeah, yeah because yeah, I remember this, yeah. yeah, this was at the very beginning. Was, the beginning of the of the everyone being fully flushed out with like the AIDS crisis and yeah, yeah. how it was negatively, how it was so dramatically affecting the you know, homosexual population and yeah, if you remember, this was when uh, you know all the uh, AIDS awareness was was a big deal, and uh, finally people were uh, were were seeing um, that uh, that that minority group was underrepresented. Uh, but anyway, yeah, R- Ryan White, remember Ryan, <laughs> Ryan White? That's oh, when all yeah. that was going. Remember? No, I remember all that. Poor yeah. kid, dude. Yeah, that was awful. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, so back in nineteen ninety one, uh, Bice was one of ten teens who attacked Broussard. Beating and stabbing him to death outside of a Montrose club. Yeah, Bice dubbed uh, the gay bashing killer was released from prison on parole December 2015 after serving 23 of his 45 year sentence. Really? Wow. Yeah. Monday. Only Bice, did 23. Yeah. Last. This was last week, but yeah. Bice was arrested in Montgomery County um, by Montgomery County deputies um, in Panther Creek in the Woodlands. Uh, they said he was uh, he was sitting in a silver car uh, in a ditch with a missing tire. Bice was the driver. He was uh, intoxicated. 
So now they're calling for him to be arrested and the books, the book thrown at him, which, you know, I don't know where you guys stand on this. I mean, what he did was horrific. Yeah. He served 23 of his 25 years. I think no, wait, that, 23 of 46, I thought you said. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, 20, was it 23? I think of, you said 23 of 46. Oh, a 45-year sentence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he said just over half, so obviously... Okay. Look, good, good time. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, when, when this happened, he was. Yeah, you know, he was pretty young. Obviously, when this happened I, in '91, how old is he now? Whatever, he's 45. So, yep. So, but anyway, so he's like a teenager when it happened. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's uh, he's completely rehabilitated, but I would probably not throw him back in jail for the rest of his life for that. You know? Wait, wait. So, but but the rest of the article. So he just he got out. Well, yeah, no, well, I guess I don't understand. So he was released in 2015. Yeah, he's been out since 2015, and he got picked up for DWI. Oh, okay. so now they're talking about putting, him, throwing him back in the in, in oh, the in the slammer yeah. because he broke his. Which uh, I don't really buy. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, agree let's with. talk about that real quick. I mean, about the slammer. No, no, no. I'm just saying. So, like, do you think that? I don't know. I mean, if if I killed somebody and I was, I was let out halfway through my sentence, I'd probably be on my best behavior. Yeah, I you know would. What I, mean? I, I would be too. He's been out since 2015, so he's been out for mm, five, almost, five you know, years. Four, four years plus. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's let his guard down a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think. That, I think it depends uh, on how you who you are before you go in. If you were to kill someone right now, yeah, but he went in as a he, he was practically a, he's a teenager when it happened. I, I look, but I don't. What he did was horrific. A, you've got a he, crowd you're running with when you're a teenager at some point. You are the thing is, I'll tell you what, though. Thank we we God have to make a determination that people are going to be rehabilitated or not. We have to say that if all other things in his life are equal, and he's got no other violations, and he's a upstanding man, he's a tax-paying, uh, hard-working citizen. Well, then he's treated like everyone else. Yeah, yeah well, he's not, because he's on parole for uh, murdering a um, uh, homosexual. Well, then to me, if you're asking me, you default to the law. Whatever the law says, you're on parole and you break. Okay, it. yeah, but that's fine. But there's need some discretion. You know, if we defaulted the law, we'd all be in jail. Thank if, God, if every is, single law. If we you cannot if, get arrested for being funny, I'm okay, almost right. had to happen. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, thank, thank God, God this is all up to us. By the way, yeah, I know. So the, anyway, yeah, I got, I got another great story here. So enough of that. But my Hopefully. opinion is is that I don't think he should go to jail forever. So, but anyway, okay. Emergency surgery was required to remove a, bl- a vibrator from the bladder of a Mesa, Arizona woman who said she misplaced the item while fooling around with her boyfriend. Mm. Every time it went off, I was, uh, it was like my abdomen was vibrating, the patient said. Uh. The sex toy identified as a Vesper vibrator necklace comes on a cord so it can be worn as an accessory. The victim oh. said she what just did that on a dinner date and that apparently went well. When she and her mate returned home and put the vibrator to work, it suddenly disappeared during mid-use. Realizing there was a problem, the woman and her lover headed to the hospital. Doctors report- reported uh, immediately, uh, hang on, sorry, determined that the vibrator entered the woman's bladder through her urethra and wedged itself in the area that would require surgical extraction. Mm, I've gross. never seen a case like this in my entire life, uh, the doctor said. The victim said that after this incident, I've seen them everywhere else. She's probably finished playing with toys. So oh, that's good stuff. That's a good doctor quote. That's right. Yeah, where was that at though? Like what city was it? It was in Mesa, Arizona. Oh yeah, sorry. All right, hey, 
A Massachusetts woman was arrested. After, <laughs> That's funny. After allegedly pooping in a parking lot eight times. Oh, I saw times. this picture. I yeah. saw that, yeah. A woman in Massachusetts was arrested on Wednesday morning after she was caught in the act of preparing to defecate in a sporting goods parking lot. It was allegedly the woman's eighth time targeting the parking lot. The string of incidents started early in December when Henry Kaner, the n- owner of Natick Outdoor Store in Natick, about 20 miles west of Boston, first noticed someone someone or something <laughs> was using the parking lot as a toilet. According to Natick Police, the investigation was started immediately, but quickly took an unexpected turn when the, uh, the culprit was a human. At first, they thought it was an animal, but then they noticed, the t- noticed toilet paper and other wipes. <laughs> items animals would not have access to. Natick police spokeswoman. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, Natick police spokeswoman, Lieutenant Kara Rossi said. The incidents were caught on camera, but police were unable to read the suspect's license plate. The third the time they found a magazine. Rossi said police ramped up their patrols until they caught the excreter, Andrea Grosser, 51. <laughs> that can't be real. Yeah, swear to God. In uh, the act around 6.51 a.m. on Wednesday. I'm so happy they arrested her, Kaner said. I have no idea who she is. She's been. This has been ongoing. She has defecated quite often here. There's nothing more disgusting coming into your parking lot in the morning and seeing a pile of human excrement. <laughs> I can't figure out why anyone would do that, he added. Grocer was charged with eight counts of wanton destruction of property, and after her arrest, she was released without bail. She's due back in court in March. Yeah. So I saw her face go. like she um looks like she's crapping in her yeah picture. it does yeah and her I, mugshot I, yeah it could be like a an ailment every now and then though I'm like I'm reading articles I'm just I'm too lazy to send them to Brower but I always hope that he finds them well he, he, this you is like that, I remember seeing this one and this is exactly you remember that lady up in Canada who was like went into that uh what are the Hortons what are they called uh, 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 uh Tim Hortons Tim Hortons and like she demanded to use the bathroom like customers only. And she, and she, she shit in her hand and threw it at the fucking guy. <laughs> no, she shit no, on the there floor. Was a, there was a video. There yeah, was a video, right? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. I'll be honest. If it was a night like tonight, or it feels good outside, yeah, I would have zero problems pooping outside. Yeah, just take oh, if I had like a God. nice or in, like a, a, or in a tent or, or in a tent or like a home Home Depot bucket, whatever. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Well, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Houston recording studio owner surrenders on trafficking charges. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, he's got like a cool nickname, too. Otis Big Face Tulu Barry surrendered to authorities Wednesday. A Houston man wanted for allegedly forcing teenage girls to have sex in exchange for food and shelter has been arrested in Harris County Sheriff's Office. That is horrible. Otis Big Face Tulu uh, turned himself in. On charges including sexual assault of a child, trafficking of a child, and compelling a pros- compelling prostitu- prostitution. Activist, our buddy, Quan LX, facilitated his surrender, the sheriff's office said. Deputies mm. initially spoke to one of the victims, identified a 16-year-old runaway, in June 2019 at a Walmart, according to court records. The court documents say Barry and his brother Tyrone Barry forced girls to have sex. Tyrone is facing similar charges in the case. Records say Otis Berry owned a recording studio where the girls stayed for four nights. Mm. Deputies said he rarely gave them food or water. He did, however, give them drugs described as exos or weed and alcohol, court records say. Which I say, you know, not so bad. <laughs> nah, that's terrible. That's uh, really big, fucked what up. What part of town was this? Uh, this is in um, not the south side. Out. That's fine. Don't that's say word. south. Yeah. Southeast Houston? Probably. Victims said they were forced to have sex with Otis Berry and his customers who went to the studio to buy drugs. Ugh. Tyrone Berry also took the girls to his family's house 
and forced him to have sex with his family members. Records say the girls said Jesus they, Christ, man. they didn't leave the studio because the brothers threatened them. Tyrone Berry eventually dropped the victims off at Walmart because they were complaining too much. Records say, you know, that's what happens when you try to go ahead and kidnap somebody. They start to complain. Them, yeah. They yeah. start complaining. Yeah. yeah you know, you, you really, got to do something. Yeah. You, you can't, you just can't force you runaways into prostitution. That's anymore. so weird. Huh? And you know, Target's not putting up with that shit. You that's go to right. Walmart. That's fucked up, dude. That is so fucked up. Yeah. Well, but you know, see, that shit, dude, that shit happens all the time in our city. Well, this happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, death investigations underway after officers and family members found dogs eating a man's body in a West Philadelphia home. Born and raised. That's right. Ugh. Police and fire crews were called to the house where they found three large dogs mauling the body of their owner who hadn't been heard from in days. When I came this around knocking before. I know. When I came around knocking on the door, the dogs came to the window. I didn't know he had three dogs. Victim sister uh, uh, said, unsure how many dangerous pets were, uh, unsure how dangerous the pets were, first responders waited for animal control. Police uh, and a family member confirmed when they looked inside the window, they saw the body of a man that had been partially eaten by the dogs. Mm. We looked at the window, we looked at the side window, and we see him lying in the bed, and his face was all pinkish, the victim's brother-in-law. Uh, Hammond Melvin said, animal control arrived around 8.30. One by one, they removed the three dogs from the home. Two 10-month-old uh, cane corso bull mastiff mixes and their mother. Yeah. Wow, those are big fucking mean so dogs. So, if you're a first, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but first responder with a gun, you're going to wait around for animal control to come take yeah, the dogs I guess out? Yeah, so. I when you just... No, you can't shoot them. I mean, maybe you get the old stun gun out or something? Yeah, well, they said the dogs have not been known to be dangerous in the past. The victim's family said that the man was 67 years old and not in good health. Police can't confirm at this um, time how he died. Police did die, say yeah. the dogs ransacked the house, most likely looking for food. They said it's very likely the man died of natural causes and the dogs were starving after not having been fed for a while. Medical examiner will conduct autopsy to deserve how the man died. So if they ransacked the house, they could have been dog burglars. I don't know. Broke but in. here's what I will say. You're, you're so funny. Here's what I will say. You're the funniest person. Imagine, hey, imagine, mm-hmm. imagine that's a rent house and you're a landlord, Fuck, and you man. find out like uh, your tenant died. Oh, how would he die? Natural causes. Well, oh, that's too bad. But the dogs ate his, <laughs> ate his body. They tore the you're house. Probably up. gonna have to paint the walls. Oh man, I've At had least some bad one coat. I've had some bad tenants, and I had one that called me. Listen, you, you slumlord. Listen, I mean, no, no. this was in my some bad tenants. This is in my uh, condo in Florida. Yeah. No, at my one place, so I had tell me, Mister Durst, real I, estate mogul. Place, I had a guy call me and tell me the neighbors upstairs were too loud in the condo. Yeah, at like two in the morning, as if there was something. I and could what are you do gonna fucking do? Yeah, I mean, like I don't own that condo. I only own yeah. this very small being landlord condo on the first floor, short lived with no view. Mine, no square footage. It was nice. I'm joking. It was, it was actually well, pretty you remember nice. when, when Washington, where you could walk on the street? I don't walk know, we, we, we yeah, man. We used to be able to go over there, and we would party, and... Um, yeah, never. I'll know. never forget, I brought a girl over there to a party, and she's like, oh my god, this place is badass. Hey, where are the stairs? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, it's just a one-bedroom. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, so how do I get up to the second level? It was like a one-bedroom listener, small condo, in a great this, location in downtown Houston. Is this area. the one-bedroom? 
It was not a two story. Mm-hmm. Like it was nice though. It was okay. I mean, it was a, it was good for somebody <laughs> who was seventeen or eighteen years old. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good first home. Yeah. Uh, hey, so an Alabama <laughs> <Or> elderly person <laughs> or last home. <laughs> an Alabama teenager has been arrested for allegedly killing his mother and twin thirteen year old brothers. The victim is identified. Uh, victims identified as Holly Christina Durham. Branson Durham and Baron Durham yeah. were found dead of apparent apparent stab wounds inside a house in Munford. Oh wow. The victim's son and older brother, sixteen year old Landon Durham, faces capital murder charges in all three killings. Talladega County District Attorney Steve Giddens told CNN. Uh Durham has been charged as an adult, according to Giddens. Uh Durham allegedly killed them probably sometime to early Tuesday morning. Asked whether Durham went to school after the alleged, alleged killings. Uh, Giddens said, I was told that he did. Mm. So he killed his brothers and his mother and went to school. Wow. Yeah. Suzanne Lacey, superintendent of Talladega County Schools, called the killings a tragedy. Like any small town, when tragedy strikes, it affects the entire community, including the school community. Our focus is support the family in difficult times. Uh, authorities have not released a motive for the murders. Durham was expected to make his first, first court appearance this Friday. Wow. Wow. Well, wow. by the way, that was the second time last week that uh, a teenager had killed his mother and siblings in the United States. What was the other one? Uh, there's another story somewhere. It are was, you going to pull it up? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Oh, we right need now. to know now. It's coming right up now. right now. You got it right now? But yeah, no, another, I mean, Jesus, uh, you talk, uh, police said a juvenile uh, relative killed mother and three children. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember that. that. That's crazy. God, what's, what is happening here? I think some people, though, you know, I to to a certain degree, though, some people they do live their life like quarter mile at a time. No, no, like it's a video game, you know, Mm. and they're just oh, they're they're like not even the word desensitized is not even the right word. It's numb. It's like they have no, they have no actual feeling. There are many days that I'm like on the couch and I'm looking at the five year old of mine watching cartoons. I'm like, this, this is simulation. He's He's gonna kill me. Elon Musk was right. He's gonna kill me in ten years. It's a yeah. simulation. Hey, everybody, listen. One of you out there is raising a school shooter. Ugh. God, why'd you say yeah, that? That was a little too much. But That's all. No, but it's true. He's so it's, right. Though. I know. It sucks. It's terrible. Ugh. Right. Oh, hey. What so else an, he, what else he got? an Indian man has died after a tussle with his rooster on the way to a wait, wait, India, Like India, Indiana? India, from no, India. India, India. Yeah. Sarah Polly Shanavin Katswarma. Ryo, 50, Nailed it. was hit in the neck with a blade tied to the rooster's claw January 15th. Damn. Spokesman told CNN that the father of three was taken to the hospital where he later died from a stroke. Oh, no. Rayo, you know what his last words were? You cock. Yeah. Uh, Rayo, funny. who not lived funny. in... Uh, not funny. Uh, no, it's mm-hmm. village uh, in southern India's Andahar Pradesh state. Providence? No. You Pro- Providence. You, do you, you don't think I could read the word Providence? Providence, Rhode Island? It's Pradesh. <laughs> Pradesh? Pradesh State. Uh, uh, the Andhra Pradesh State. Was regular at local cockfights and was on his way to enter the rooster into a competition when it tried to break free, station house officer said. Cockfighting has been illegal in India since 1960. Why? However. Really? However. But animal fighting in public is. Yeah. However, animal fighting continues to be a problem in the country. So, yeah, wow. The offenses have been made very clear and explained to the district state authorities, but they choose to turn a blind eye towards it. It's just not for entertainment that these animals are made to fight, but it's also due to the heavy betting and gambling 
that goes on in the garb of these events. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I didn't know it was illegal. Hey, but you know what? You deserve. That's a you know. You deserve to be killed by a fucking chicken. Yep. God, that was so ironic. You're gonna get killed. Hey, y'all hear about that? uh, The little kid from uh, Major Pain. He's coming out saying that uh, him and Nick Cannon had a, a relationship. Major Payne was the guy from In Living Color, right? Yes, the little kid from there. Major was... Payne? Yeah. Like, like the, the, was... the Wayne's brother was like the main yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Damon Wayne starred in it. Right. Hillary from uh, Fresh uh, Prince was Clinton. in it. That's right. So who had a relationship with who? Orlando Brown claims Nick Cannon gave him oral sex while dressed as a woman. Oh, no. That's right. Yeah, this has been uh, this has been released in a bunch of different things. Was that him? Who's that? That's the kid. That's the video. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. See, he's claiming that uh, Nick, him and Nick Cannon had a thing. Huh. So good for him. Yeah, just to be clear, I was watching the uh, Aaron Nick Hernandez Cannon. Thing. Refresh my memory. Is that the one that dated? Uh, was married was he a Backstreet to Boy Curry? or something? No, no, was married. To what did Mariah. Nick Cannon do? Was he a Backstreet Boy? I don't know what he. What was he before? You're Nick Lachey. Yeah, no, Nick, and that, that 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 wasn't Backstreet Boys. That ninety was degrees, ninety degrees. I forgot you got that too. He's got that. Josh James, tattoo. get your fucking nineties trivia right. I don't have all the posters like y'all do. Uh, um, Brower, yes, you, you're bringing in the heat here. Got lots of stuff. Well, that's it, it for was, today. That's it. Though. That's it. But guess what? New Brower project to be announced very soon. And uh, are we? Are we done? probably the next podcast? Probably the minute. next podcast. Are we? Uh, are you gonna? Here I have a, well. Hold on, greener horizons or no? No, it's uh, greener pastures. Expanded sorry. horizons. Jesus. So what do we not know about it? No, greener pastures. I feel like Ralph knows. He's like, no, oh, no, he doesn't. I don't know. You're involved. He's got some. No, he's. Got Here's something. what I'm leaving for the world to think about. He's got something cooking. Does your boss want more for you, or want or want more from you? Sounds like a motivation. Uh, that's what you need to ask yourself. You, from this angle, you look like Dave Ramsey. That is something I'll never listen to. Rice and beans, beans and rice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sell okay. your car right now. Yeah, you need to be driving a jalopy. Or you want to go says. out to eat? No, no. You stay home and let yeah. your wife complain. Yeah, excuse me, Dave. <laughs> Dave, uh, your kids want Christmas presents. I said hell no. I owe hundred. They got the same ones from last. Pay off your house next month. I did. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of a dick. I'm t- I, yeah. like, he's got over the years. He's I you wouldn't say arrogant, but kind of. No, I mean, no, but I mean, I did for a long time, and he's got some very great ideas. Yeah. And I follow. You them take little much. envelopes, right? Yeah. And you put your little money in your little envelopes, and you only use the envelope money for that day. Fucking and when you go to Subway and check out, you bring out all the envelope and pull out the coupon envelope. No, I I think that he's gotten a little arrogant over the years. If you're asking me, but his idea. Is valid. He's just trying to help you. No, he's not. He's trying no, he to make is. money off of being a guy who's trying to help well, you. His daughter is now. slowly starting to co-host, like working really? her way in. He's going to retire, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. family well, business. Yeah, whatever. All right, everybody, that was great. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and cue the music. Total money makeover. Yep. Bye. That was a oh, that was a good podcast. Let's just get the music going. Let's don't judge it until we see the couple downloads. How do you mm-hmm. feel about it? Everybody feel good about it? We almost had a moment. We'll talk about it. All right.